Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Angels and Awakening. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are joined by Lisa. Lisa has some incredible angel stories to share, and I'm just so excited for you to hear them. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Yeah. So I'm just going to have you take it away and, and dive into your stories. Okay, that's great. So I'm going to start with one that just really stood out to me a couple of years ago, 2019 on New Year's. I was just wrapping up the house for the evening. Anytime that I seem to be the last one to go to bed, I often make sure that the locks are all checked, the lights are turned off, and I'll often go out to the back doors and just look out the window. It's just something that I kind of do as a almost a ritual of sorts before I go to bed. I like to look out and just see the trees in the distance. And even with it being dark that time of the year, I can usually see some Christmas lights off to the side and maybe a scattering of some stars up in the sky as well. I was standing back there after having done my whole nighttime routine and taking a few deep breaths and looking at the silhouettes of the trees. And as I'm standing there, I can see on the other side of the glass doors between me and the trees, this, it's almost like a billowy, smoky form, just building. And it took me enough time to recognize in my brain that there was something changing in front of me, but it probably happened in all of like a second or two total. As I acknowledged that something was happening, I could feel it blow through me. And then something knocked from behind me at the other side of the dark room behind me. So there's nothing else in my house that I knew could have possibly fallen except that time of the year a Christmas ornament. Even with it being dark, I knew that it had to have been something falling from the tree behind us. And it happens, right? People hang Christmas ornaments, someone brushes by, they get a little loose sure. and they dislodge and fall off. Now, was I, it scary? Like, no, not at all. It felt okay. tingly, if anything. It, I, it, it's hard to explain. It felt like a rush of just breezy energy going through me and then snapping something behind me. So as I turned on the light, still kind of tingling from whatever this was and thinking like, you know, what was this form in front of me? I 
walked back and sure enough there was not just one ornament but two so I saw one it was like a lightweight like pink flamingo we have kind of crazy ornaments on our trees so I picked that one up and it's just I I put that one to the side but the other one that stood out to me was a snowman that's made from a tobacco stick from my husband's grandparents tobacco farm and that one would have been like the heavier one higher up in the tree that I would have first seen falling off and just recently beforehand both of his grandparents had passed now for me I'm kind of a critical thinker I'm almost like I'm a wannabe believer and I absolutely do but I have to also make sure that there's nothing else that it could have possibly been and I think you're a realist right exactly I am and so if the ornament had just fallen off the tree I would have thought nothing of it the fact that I could see something before it even happened and feel something go through me and then that particular ornament out of anything was the one that fell down it it made sure that there was like an acknowledgement that this was something and a message and I feel like if anything it was like a hey like want to make sure you guys know that we're watching over you so that one it just it was a special one for that time of the year too so That's incredible. That's incredible. So when you tapped into this, was there any particular thing going on in your life at that time that you felt like they were trying to come in and say, or so I don't know, sometimes two things, if it's me particular 2019, it represented like kind of right before pandemic, I had quit my job that I guess right around that year as well. It was it was a crazy year and it's continued to be kind of crazy year. So there was a lot of high stress in my life in particular at that time. But I also, what's interesting is I wanted to share it with my in-laws, my, my mother-in-law, especially this would have been her parents that had the farm and stuff. And so their ornament that they gave us, there was, I did not mention it to them for probably about a two year gap in there. And when I did, it was only because last year, pandemic and I we had not seen them in a while we were deciding to meet halfway in between our homes we lived several hours apart it was my mother-in-law's birthday my husband had actually had a dream the night before where his grandfather had come as like a birthday celebration and was like crying in the dream and it stood out to my husband who never remembers his dream so when my husband told me that I was like look you share yours and I'll share mine <laughs> with her. And so we did, but I feel like if anything, I wonder if it's just working through me to pass a message on to someone else who, you know, my mother-in-law, she, she loved her parents dearly. And I think she holds on to a lot of that still yeah. today, their loss. So, yeah. This is so interesting because you actually see it a lot. And what I find with students, who go through my angel Reiki school is a lot of us would feel, and I think that we just dismissed it. We kind of poo-pooed it when somebody would pass, let's say a colleague's parent or grandparent and, or somebody that, you know, but you don't know the person directly who's passed. It's just 
their person who's connected to them that you know and it's almost like you feel so much more energy or you feel messages starting to come through and what spirit is just like prompting me to say to everybody is that's a gift too right that's mm -hmm. a you and that's really a sign a symbol that you have gifts that you could develop if you wanted to and some people are like, Julie, don't want to just like hearing about this stuff. And that's okay, too, right? Like you don't have to. But if you feel prompted from your heart, like this is something that I'm supposed to learn about. And listen, it doesn't always happen on our timeline. The very right. first time that somebody told me that I was going to do this work was when I was like 26 years old. And I was like laughing all the way home, right? It doesn't always happen on our timeline. But I feel like called to just tell the audience, if you're a person who has messages come through you to give somebody else, it's because you have this gift and you can learn how to develop it. And I do encourage people to learn it through a program, like, because it gets very complex, very fast. And it's something that can go very deep and be very heavy. And you just want to be sure that you're saying things in the right way that's serving people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But if you have messages that's coming on a whim and right. you're like, okay, well, I just need to tell this person, you got to follow spirit. Sure. Yeah. And I think that there was a, I had wanted to, my, my in-laws and I, we get along great. They are much more conventional in their thinking than I am. And I think that if we discuss spirituality versus religious beliefs, I, if anything, we just, that's kind of like our, you know, we have some things that we can both connect with. I think signs is one of them, you know, but there's, mm -hmm. it, it takes a little while for, for me to feel like I'm not going to be you know, like, okay, Lisa. <laughs> Get so, those eyes. Those yeah, eyes. exactly. Right. Yes. Awesome. Friends, it's September, and I wanted to pause here for a moment to let you know that we're keeping enrollment open for the 12-week Healing Your Inner Child course, which started September 6th. This course is one of my deepest courses that I've led, and what it does is take you on this incredible journey of understanding yourself more deeply by understanding your ancestors and how their journey ties in with yours. You can sign up up for this 12-week course at any time through my website, theangelmedium.com. Three more quick things. If you'd like to develop your spiritual gifts, you can join the upcoming class of my Angel Reiki School. If you'd like to book a session with me or one of the healers on my team who've gone through my Angel Reiki School and are now part of my online Angel Wellness Center, you can do so on my website. Lastly, the book will be coming out in November and it'll be up for pre-sale by September 9th this month on Amazon. It's called Angels and Awakening, just like this podcast. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show.
Okay, Lisa, I know you have a couple more stories. I'm going to have you dive into those. Sure. So I know on your show, you often have told people if you want a sign to ask for something specific. And I know for me personally, I, I've seen signs before. I feel that connection with them, similar to the snowman ornament falling off but I've never asked for anything specific. And so I wanted to kind of give a tester. And in that, I, I had to think and think what was my sign going to be? And I thought, oh, you know, maybe Cardinals, but no, they're too prolific here. It'll, I, it won't stand out to me the same way. Maybe if I chose like a butterfly, that seems to be a cool symbol. And I've had that as a symbol pop up before, but I needed something more specific. So I decided on a Luna moth. And so in me choosing a Luna moth, I just put it out there as I'm meditating and wanting to see this sign. I ended up having shortly thereafter a dream where a Luna moth came to me and I thought, that's cool. I really enjoy seeing this Luna moth in my dream, but I would really like to see something personally, like out in public. And so I ended up shortly thereafter starting to see I'm part of like hiking group and stuff, people posting that they were seeing a Luna moth here and there. And so I was like, okay, that's awesome. I'm seeing a photo of them, but I personally want to see this Luna moth. It took a while, but I ended up one day going out. I had formed like a spiritual group in our community. I'm supporting another local lady who has a a yoga group. And so I had gone out, done some morning yoga with her and I was just feeling good and grounded and wanted to go back home and kind of continue that feeling. So I grabbed my dog and I'm going to go out for a run afterwards. So feet are pounding against the pavement. I'm in the zone and all of a sudden my dog yanks me to the side and start sniffing around. And I look as she's pulling me and there's this gigantic Luna moth on the ground. And it just seems like at the time that I saw it, my head was totally thinking about, about life purpose, about doing this yoga thing, about supporting this other woman and her, her job and stuff. And then this thing pops out and it was just really cool that that I had chosen that as a symbol that here it is, like it kind of went through stages of me having to be like, okay, but I'd like to see like a little bit more. I want to see it physically. I have not seen one in years. Like I know that they are technically native to our area, but it is rare to find one. And so the fact that I haven't seen one in ages and that it went from dream state to photos of them to this one It even went to, I'm clearing out a bunch of my kids stuff and selling it at a consignment sale. I was going through their books and one of their books flipped open and it had a picture of a Luna moth in it. So it was just really cool to see that all come together. I was kind of a, Hey, like this, you know, I'm, I'm really curious how other people, you know, their signs show up for them, but I loved that one. It gives you such a deep, rooted foundation of peace doesn't it and like faith and to your point like when you see these things show up over and over and over again in your life you kind of get to this point where you're like okay I still want them like I still want the signs to come in right I know like I know like I know it's the other side coming through and that we really are 
guided every step of the way. Right. Yeah, exactly. It is beautiful to know that. And then in terms of signs showing up also, I know for me personally, one sign that I I never asked for, but I started to associate it with my grandmother were clovers, four leaf clovers. And she had passed away around St. Patty's day. And so I know shamrocks clovers, but you know, it was just a symbol that I just started seeing four leaf clovers and it would just remind me of her, her passing. And there was a time when actually my mom had had a reading with you. And as she's like having a reading with you, I had found four, four leaf clovers. I ended up sending them to her because I'm like, look, like I found these while you were probably doing this reading with, with Julie, like, isn't this cool? And in the reading, she had said afterwards that her mom, my grandmother was the primary one to bring through messages. So I, I share this info with her. What's really cool about that one though, I had met up with her. This was again, like during pandemic timeframe. So another set of grandparents that we, we decided to meet outdoors halfway through halfway between us. And so I had gone up one time to meet with her, just me and her. And as we're walking and talking about your like meeting with her and stuff at the very end of our walk, i look down, there's a four leaf clover. I pluck it up and I give it to her, but not just that the next time we met, it was the whole family. So it was me, her, like my dad, my, my sister and her family and stuff, my husband and my kids. And we go up and I'm sitting at a table talking to her and my son brings over a four leaf clover and hands it to my mom. And I thought that that was amazing because if you, if you don't know my son, he's super giving, but he's still working on the idea of giving cool things to other people. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to have cool things to himself. And even his grandmother who he loves, he likes to, to hoard some stuff a little bit. So the fact that he like, he plucked it up, that it came from him and that he went right over to grandma and gave it to her, not even knowing about the four leaf messages that I had told my mom was validation for me that like, Hey, like, you know, it might've been something that I started to associate with grandma, but here's someone else pulling it in for my mom to like, you know, give her that message as well. That's incredible. I love that. And I love that spirit. I talk about this in the book too, how when my dad passed and I realized that he was talking to me from the other side and I knew that he was coming through my daughter and my husband as well. And that was just so profound and so impactful. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing. Sure. Yeah. And then I know if there's still time, there's just stuff that has gone on in my own home every once in a while in terms of, especially when we first moved in and noises in the house, but like electronics going off. Often it was like our, our smoke detector going off. And I was just going to mention, because I thought it was, it's a cool little like thing that in the beginning, when I moved here, my husband's working night shifts. And so it was just me and my kids. And I'm totally open to the idea of, of energy, of the idea of like past loved ones watching over and stuff. But at the same time, me living in my house as a woman watching over my kids, there were certain noises that would sometimes happen. And I was like, please let it not be anybody that's breaking into the house. Like I'm okay with anything else more (laughs) 
more metaphysical, but like, just don't be someone breaking into my house. And there was one night in particular. I love that. Where I would do the got, exact same yeah, way. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So there was one night, it was just getting really, really ramped up. And I remember, I don't pray very often. It's how I was raised. I was raised going to church every Sunday, pretty much. But for me, it, it always felt a little bit false. It felt forced. So when I pray now, it, it's usually, it's something that really brings it out. It's much more genuine. So I happen to like pray over this idea of, Hey, this is awesome. If it is someone else, like I would love to hear from you, please stop doing it when my husband is not home. Like I want him to be home and I want it to be like, if it's a, especially nighttime, cause I was being woken up in the middle of the night from our fire alarm going off. And I'm like, this is crazy because I'm just like, it talk about a rude awakening when it's like, it goes off once and then it's nothing. And I'm like this, it, you know, and I'm, I'm vacuuming the thing to get the dust out. I'm changing out our air filters. Like I'm, I'm making sure that there's nothing else going on with it. We even moved our smoke alarm fr physically from one to the other, got brand new ones and it's still happening. But once I prayed on it completely ceased completely. And so now I'm like, I still want messages. Like you can still come, but like, I just don't <laughs> want it at night. But I thought that that was really cool because electronic kind of things too have happened, like with the smoke alarm, with toys going off, just, I think I had actually had a reading with you and I had mentioned like my brand new fully charged phone had completely died right before an interview phone interview that I was supposed to have for a job that ended up being like traumatizing. It was awful. But, and I, I obviously I took it because I got the job and everything, but it was something that was significant to me to feel like there's messages that they're like, Hey, we're here. And let me just like show you this. And yet at the same time, I'm like, just don't make it seem like someone's breaking into my house or the house is burning down or whatever. So it did go away when you asked for it to go away or just be when your husband ar was around yes. and then did it just start when every you once in a while, the smoke alarm will still go off, but it's during the daytime. It's it, it'll often be like, as I'm walking under it, it'll bleep yeah. and then it'll like go off completely. If it is at night, it's always on a night where he happens to be home now, <laughs> but usually it's daytime. If anything, I know there was a day also where I got home from this awful traumatizing job and I was just sitting on the stairs and just bawling my eyes out and the smoke alarm went off and then it, it stopped. It just, it went off once and then nothing. And so it was just something, sometimes I'm like, is it my energy raised to a point where it's sending electronics off or is it something else saying, Hey, here, acknowledging like you're okay, you know, just something. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting. I think like the bigger thing here is that it's free will, right? And we can look at these different things and say, oh, there's something good or bad or ghosty, you know, there's so many different ways that the other side can come through. And I really don't believe that they mean to scare us. I think that some energies are just getting used to how they kind of come through from the other side, but you always have free will. And that's what we have to teach our kids too who have bad dreams or hear things or see things that they don't want to to see we can turn it off for a period of time so I've actually never told this story on the podcast but my grandparents have a house down in Marco Island I was really blessed growing up my grandparents always had like a condo or a place down there and they finally retired into a home on the island and 
there was one room that just had so much more energy mm-hmm. than the other rooms. And that was the room that the guests stayed in, right? <laughs> so when my family and I would go out down, like that would be the room that we would stay in. And I remember having this bear, even, you know, when I was in college that I just loved and like would sleep with and you would pull a string and a lullaby would start. And I knew I was going to go to bed one night and that that string was just going to go off. I just, and it had never happened before, but I knew it was going to happen that night and it did. And I was like, you got to make it stop. You got to make it stop. Cause it was just, it wasn't the bear so much as just the energy that I was mm-hmm. feeling in this room too. So I remember the next night it happening and me just chucking the bear like halfway across the room. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, I am never sleeping in this room again. Right. And I never have. Um, Right. But I don't think it was like bad or negative. I tell that story because of my own free will. I said, nope. And I am totally shutting down to this. But that was like when I was 19, 20 years old, and I completely shut things off for a good like seven years after. And I really like the way, Lisa, that you actually approached it versus the way that I approached it when I was younger, because what you did was say, I hear that there's something trying to come through. I'm open to the message, but I'm not open to it coming through in this way. And so we don't have to totally turn it off. We don't have to shut down. We can also just say, bring this through another way because this doesn't feel comfortable to me. And they will. Oh, Lisa, I love your energy. For those of you who want to see us on YouTube, Lisa has this gorgeous like <laughs> piece behind her. I I want to like copy it. Where did you get this from? What is this? I So it's a big screen. I'll okay. pull my phone kind of up. Don't know if you can see it, like a three-piece. gorgeous. Yeah, I think I got it as a gift ages ago, but um, I think it came from World Market, I want to say. So if you want okay. to like, go and get yeah. yourself one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your angel stories. I've worked with you and your family before. You just have like this beautiful, yummy energy. And I just love every time I get to spend time with you. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Of course, of course. All my love. You too. Beautiful souls. If you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your people about it and share it on your social accounts. Friends, we're truly here to serve you. When I went through my spiritual awakening, there wasn't one book I could read or one place I could go to for all of the answers. I really had to piece them together myself. So what I did for you was create programs that I wish I had when I was awakening. For those who are seeking these same answers, I created a program called the Angel Membership with so many benefits. It walks you through 12 months of spiritual awakening with your angels and helps you to awaken fully yourself. You see, awakening isn't a one and done thing. There is a process to awakening, and this 12-month program walks you through it alongside your angels. 
In the angel membership, you also get access to a small group of peers to go through this experience with you. You get live access to me twice a month and so much more. For those who want to serve humanity by working as healers themselves, but don't know what their gifts are or where to start, I developed my Angel Reiki School, which opens you to all of your God-given spiritual gifts, teaches you how to use them, and how to start a business for yourself. Students who go through both my Angel Reiki School and Angel Membership Program for at least one year are eligible to apply to be a healer in my online Angel Wellness Center and work alongside me. Friends, I touch on all of this and teach you how to connect with your angels in my new book titled Angels and Awakening. Yep, just like this podcast, the book is available for presale starting September 9th, 2021 on Amazon. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so, so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show. When you leave a five-star positive review, I enter your name into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me or an Angel Reiki School student. This month's winner is in the show notes. Now, here is a mini Angel Reiki meditation and visualization with your angels to help you lift your vibration and keep it that way the rest of the day. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I want you to see yourself surrounded by angels. I want you to feel their warm, radiant, loving presence. And I want you to see yourself. It's December 15th, 2021. I want you to see yourself looking healthy, feeling healthy, mind, body, and soul. I want you to go inward and feel that you're so proud of yourself and all that you've been through, all that you've done, all that you've accomplished in 2021. And you're enthusiastically looking forward to 2022. Friends, I want you to connect with God, universe, source, energy, and just take a moment to give thanks. Give thanks and gratitude for all of the blessings that have come your way and all of the blessings that you stand here right now in faith, knowing that they're on their way to you. Friend, as I lead you in this, your angels want you to ask God, Universe Source, to show you what it wants for you in your life. See the big picture of what God, universe, source wants for you. I want you to pause and just allow the words, visions, feelings, or knowingness to come to you. And friend, when you connect with the other side, they will only give you positive, loving, messages. So just take that moment right now. 
What is it that God, universe, source wants for you in your life? Allow yourself to be open to it. Allow yourself to see it, hear it, feel it. Get a knowingness of it. want you to ask God, universe, source, what is the next step I should take? Again, pause and allow the words, visions, feeling, knowingness to come to you and remember they're only positive, loving messages. What is it that you see, hear, feel, or get a knowingness of when you ask, what is the next step I should take? Friends, I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to feel all the love that is surrounding you. Feel yourself lovingly surrounded by your angels. Friends, they are guiding you, directing you, protecting you. And they're giving you signs to validate to you that you're not walking this journey alone. Allow yourself to believe the signs that you see. Allow yourself to follow the callings of your heart responsibly with faith. And allow yourself to feel the loving presence of your angels and your loved ones as they guide you each and every day. Friends, I love you. They love you. Open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that are on their way to you right now.